Well, hello, hello, and hello. How are we all today? Are we all good? I definitely hope so. And you know what? I have two messages to read out today, not just one, two. And I have a fun fact to read out. And I have a story to read. Talk about keeping me busy. (laughs) I'm a busy, busy, busy bee. But I do not mind because all of those things I love. And you know what's made me really, really, really happy? I have got two messages, okay, which I love anyway. I love receiving messages from any of you. But both these people, both these children have messaged me before and which means one of them messaged me in February and one in March and now they're messaging me again, which means that they are still listening and still enjoying my stories, which, well, I can't tell you how how happy that makes my heart. So... Thank you very much for your continuous listening. That is really lovely. So, my first message is to Alana, who is living in Melbourne in Australia. A long, 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 long way away from me. At the other end of the world from me. (laughs) So... Alana, it is your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh my goodness, you are turning five. Wow, a whole five years old. Well, I hope you have the most amazing day. So shall we sing happy birthday to Alana? Do you think you could cope with my singing first thing in the morning? Not sure I can, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alana. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) I am so sorry that you had to put up with my singing, but it's a nice happy day. So... You have a wonderful, wonderful day, Alana. And my second message is from Hannah, who is in Singapore. And she messaged me in March, first of all. And now she is messaging me again and um, left me a lovely voice message um, saying that she's off school at the moment. And she mentioned my mosquito fun fact about them having teeth. (laughs) So um, I'm saying hi to you all the way from England to Singapore. And I'm glad you enjoy my stories and I'm glad you enjoy the fun facts. So um, you have the most amazing day as well. Um, And... Shall I tell you another fun fact today? How many, how many eggs do you think one hen lays? Hmm? 
every year, how many eggs do you think one hen lays? Well, now, okay, so if a, a one hen, if you had one hen, it lays an egg approximately every 26 hours. So that would make 265 eggs per year. Wowzers. So if you just had one, you could have an egg for breakfast almost every day of the year with just a few days break where you have to have something else. <laughs> That's a lot of eggs for one hen to be laying, isn't it? 265 per year. Well, there you go. Now you know the answer to that question. Not that you've probably ever thought about asking that question, but you know the answer to it now. <sighs> so, how about a story for the birthday girl and for everybody else? <laughs> So shall we do chapter 19 of The Magic Faraway Tree, which is called The Land of the Old Woman. Now, we all know the nursery rhyme, don't we? There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. Do you know all that? Okay, so we're going to go up into the land of the old woman and see what what's up there. So here we go. The children and the others were quite shocked at being thrown up the ladder, through the hole in the cloud and into such a funny land. It was quite small, not much larger than a big garden. It had a high wall all round to prevent the children from falling off the edge of the land. In the middle was a really peculiar thing. It's the shoe, said Joe. Gosh, I never imagined such a big one, did you? Everyone stared at the shoe. It was as big as an ordinary house and had been made very cleverly into a cottage. Windows were made in the side and a door had been cut out. A roof had been put on and chimneys smoked from it. A rose tree climbed around it and a honeysuckle covered one side. Oh, so that's the shoe where those naughty children live, said Beth excitedly. I never thought it would be quite like that. How did the old woman get such a big one? Well, it once belonged to a giant, you know, said Silky. The old woman did him a good turn and asked him for an old boot. She had so many children that she couldn't get an ordinary house. So the giant gave him one of his biggest boots and she got her brother to make it into a house. Look at all those children, said Moonface. They're not very well behaved. About 20 boys and girls were playing around the house. They shouted and screamed and they fought and wrestled with each other. 
I'm not surprised the old woman wouldn't allow them bread with their soup and punished them and sent them to bed, said Silky. They deserved it. The children suddenly saw Joe and the others and ran up to them. They pulled Beth's hair. They tugged at Saucepan's kettles. They made fun of Moonface's round face. They trod on Joe's toes and bumped into Rick. They were very naughty and unkind. Now just you stop all this, said Moonface, looking angry. If you don't, I'll fetch the old woman. She isn't here, she isn't here, shouted the naughty children, dancing around in delight. She says she's going to go away and leave us, and we're glad. Now we shall have bread with our soup. And we'll go to the cupboard and open cans of pineapple and jars of cherries. We'll sleep out of doors if we like and we'll dress up in the old woman's clothes. <gasps> Whatever will she say to that, said Beth in horror, thinking what her own mother would say if she stole her clothes. Oh, she would be furious, cried the children. But she's gone, so she won't know. Oh, we'll have a great time now. One of the children in the shoe called to the others. Hey, I've opened a can of pineapple. Come and taste it. It's lovely. With screams of delight, the children rushed to the shoe. Joe looked at the others. I've got an idea, he said. What about telling the old woman about the children dressing up in her best clothes? She might rush back up here then to get her precious clothes and we could slip down the ladder, go to Moonface's house and bolt the door on the inside. That's a really good idea, said Silky. Joe, you go down and tell her. Joe was rather nervous about it. Nobody really wanted to go and see the fierce old lady again. At last Rick said he would. He badly wanted to make up for all the silly things he had done a few days before. I'll go, he said, and down the ladder he went. He banged hard on Moonface's door. The old woman opened it. Old woman, do you want your best clothes? began Rick. Because if... My best clothes, I'd forgotten all about them, cried the old woman. Those children will be messing about with them. Boy, go to my house, get all my clothes and bring them down here. You can have a toffee if you do. Well, I think, began Rick, but the old woman wouldn't listen to him. She pushed him away and cried, go now, don't stop to argue with me, go at once. Rick ran up the ladder. He waited there a minute or two, his head sticking out into the land above. He saw the naughty children coming out of the shoe, dressed up in the old woman's clothes, shrieking with laughter. And how funny they looked, dressed up in long skirts and dresses and hats. Rick grinned to himself and slipped down the ladder again. He banged at Moonface's door. Well, have you got my clothes? asked the old woman, opening the door. You naughty boy, you haven't. Oh, please, old woman, I couldn't bring them, said Rick in his most polite voice. You see, your children have taken them all and they're dancing about wearing them. 
and they've opened your cans of pineapple and they're going to take their beds out of doors and sleep there and and oh oh the bad naughty creatures cried the old woman she gathered up her black skirts and climbed the ladder at top speed she appeared in the land above and saw at once her naughty children dancing about in her best clothes she rushed after the surprised children so you thought you could do what you liked did you she cried you thought i would never come back well here i am and i'll soon show you how to be sorry she was so angry that she rushed around like a whirlwind. The children took off the clothes in fright and ran away like hares. The old woman ran after them, so angry that she didn't notice that Joe and the others were not her own children. They got whirled into the shoe with the others. There they all were, about twenty-five or six of them. There was a big saucepan simmering on the kitchen stove. Get the soup bowls, ordered the old woman. No bread for any of you tonight. Mary, Jean, Tom, serve out the bowls and then come to me one by one for your supper. Well, Joe and the others had bowls given to them too. They didn't dare say anything. They went up for their soup in their turn. The old woman ladled it out of the big saucepan. She stared at the old saucepan man when he came up. You bad boy, she said. You've played a game with my kettles and saucepans, I see. Wait till you've finished your soup and I'll punish you. Poor old saucepan man trembled so much that his pans clashed together as loudly as thunder. He rushed back to his place at once, spilling his soup as he went. I want some bread, wailed a little boy, but he didn't get any. Everyone ate their soup, which was actually really very good. And now you will all go to bed. But first you know what happens to naughty children, said the old woman, and she shook her fist. All the children began to howl and cry. We're sorry we were naughty, old woman. We didn't mean to dress up in your clothes. Oh, yes, you did, said the old woman. She beckoned to Rick. Come here, you bad boy. Rick got up. He whispered to the others, look, I'll let her punish me. And whilst she does, you creep out and run to the ladder. Hurry. I'll join you as soon as I can. Rick went boldly up to the old woman. Put your hands on your head and stand in a corner, she said. Oh, poor Rick. He didn't like it at all because it made his arms ache. He began to howl as loudly as he could so that the others could creep away without being heard. One by one, they slipped out of the door and rushed to the hole, looking for the ladder that led down to the faraway tree. Oh no, I believe this land is just about to move, said Moonface, looking round. A peculiar wind had got up and was blowing around them. Very often when the strange lands at the top of the tree began to move away, this strange wind blew. 
Well, quick, let's get down the ladder, cried Silky. We don't want to live in the land of the old woman. I'd hate that. They all scrambled down the ladder, glad to be on the broad branch at the bottom. When they were safely there, Beth began to cry. Poor Rick will be left behind, she sobbed. Everyone looked very sad. The land above the cloud began to make a strange noise. It's moving on, said Moonface. We'll never see Rick again. But just then, someone came slipping and sliding down the ladder. Bump, bump, bump. And hey presto, there was Rick in such a hurry to get down the ladder before the land moved right away that he missed his footing and slid down the ladder from top to bottom. Oh, Rick, we are so glad to see you, cried everyone. What happened? Well, the old woman punished me, as you saw, grinned Rick, and then, when I went to take my place, she saw you were all gone and sent me after you. I tore out and she came too, but I got to the ladder first and now the land has moved on so we're safe. Moonface went into his house and they heard him banging about happily. They went to see what he was doing. He's taking up the board that nailed up the slippery slip, giggled Joe. Good old Moonface. I'm so glad he's got his house back again for himself. Come on, we'd better go home. We promised Mother we wouldn't be long. It's a good thing we can use the slippery slip. And down it they went, their hair streaming out as they flew down on their cushions. What exciting times they have, don't they? <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed that story. That's lovely. Um, so, Alana, I hope you have the most amazing, amazing birthday. And Hannah, thank you for your message. And I hope you still carry on listening. And I hope you're enjoying all my stories. And if you ever, anybody wants to send me a message, then feel free. And also, if you want to request a story, um, then do that because I can always find the stories that you want. So if anybody thinks of a story that they would really like me to read, then please feel free to ask. <laughs> Anyway, I am going to love you and leave you. But don't forget that we have a second story. Um, at, well, it's 12 o'clock here, lunchtime here, but uh, maybe a different time where you are. But it's the next instalment of The Escape, which is my friend's book that I'm reading. So aren't you lucky? Two stories per day. <laughs> so come and join me for that and I will see you either later on today for that story or tomorrow for the next story of either the magic faraway tree or Millie Molly Mandy or oh um what else Amelia Jane or we have lots of stories Okay, and another fun fact.
of course. <laughs> so I will just say, take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all later. Bye for now.